Jaima Black here at Spring Awakening, downtown Chicago. I am here for a Dynasty Podcast and Illinois Entertainer with Colin Reby, a.k.a. DJ Phenom. How are you doing, sir? Very well, man. Very well. It's been a whirlwind of a day, man, from front to back. Yeah, man. I know that there's no rest for you. I, I, you already performed, right? Yeah, I uh, just got done, actually. Just finished off the stage and uh, came over to get some relaxation. <laughs> and then you're going to be, like, DJing until, like, 5 a.m. tonight, right? Yeah, I leave here and go to Evil Olive and DJ another seven hours, so... Oh, man, brutal. Well, you know, I want to talk to you about a couple things. That, you know, we've got you, and um, something I've always kind of wanted to ask you about, and I hope you're not going to be too political in your answer, Indiana versus Chicago, party scene, compare, contrast, like, what are we looking at? Um, I mean, honestly, I missed out on all the good loft parties here. I had played one, and uh, it was very comparable to Indiana. You know, Indiana thrives on uh, a house party scene. Uh, loft scene here it's just on such a larger scale and the parties are just to the the 10th degree you know led walls everything like this soldier field it's amazing that you can fill it with djs and have such a great turnout yeah i mean this is pretty remarkable and incredible it's really like kind of not really like anything we've ever seen here on this scale before absolutely i mean that's you know one of the things going into it everyone's like you know what do you expect and it's like it's the first one ever you know you can kind of gauge it off of other festivals but it's the midwest and the midwest is on the rise definitely so well you're somebody who does stuff in a lot of cities in the midwest not just chicago not just like in you know cities in indiana like indianapolis and stuff do you think that in maybe some of the markets like a milwaukee in madison uh you know um indianapolis that aren't quite chicago do the kids maybe go harder because they don't have quite as many options as maybe we do in a city like chicago or new york or something i'd say i'd say definitely on the nights that i've played there like i just did two nights i did friday thursday and friday in milwaukee with nobody beats the drum and chris v and those kids stayed they they started dancing at 10 p.m which was amazing like in chicago you know usually it's a later crowd people file in around one ish 130 ish and after a couple drinks you know they get warmed up to the dance floor but these kids came straight out and hit the dance floor and didn't stop until last call so are they a little bit more, like, engaged and that they're maybe not, like, staring at their phone, waiting to get into VIP, trying to be cool? Absolutely, man. And that's another thing, too, you know. It's like everyone was so welcoming, you know. So many people came up afterwards and they introduced themselves, you know, which is like we're always, as DJs, we're always happy to meet new people, you know, people that are into it. And uh, I think, I don't know, a lot of times, I guess, it's the cool factor or whatever. In Chicago, you, you don't get that as often as other cities and stuff like that, so... Now, something that's interesting is you've really only lived here about, what, like a year and a half or so, right? Yeah, a year and a half. It's it's been the craziest year and a half of my life, hands down. But you know what? It really feels like you have integrated yourself into the city and the scene here and, like, kind of embedded yourself. It it doesn't feel like you are a newcomer. It kind of feels like you've been here for a while. Do you feel like that? Absolutely. I mean, there was never really a time that I felt like I was on the outside looking in, you know. I started with a great support system with Zebo and Willie Joy, and they kind of helped usher me into the scene. And uh, from then on, man, everyone's just been with open arms, which is the best-case scenario. Yeah, man, you can't really ask for better than that. Like, well, what do you see as somebody who is not new to the city but, you know, was not from here originally? Like, as a transplant, what do you see as some staples of, like, the Chicago party scene that maybe aren't present in other markets and other cities? 
I mean, just the DJ history here is, is remarkable. I mean, I met uh, Gene Ferris last month for the first time. And yeah, yeah, yeah. That night he introduced me to Paul Johnson, you know. Gamman's really helped me out in, in breaking it. There's a lot of legendary DJs that have just been remarkable, you know. And it's like Derek Carter, Gene Ferris, you know, Paul Johnson, Gatman, like Chicago house legends. And that's, you can't compare that to any other city. But you know what? I'm thinking about it now in some of the places that you play, like an Evil Olive and stuff, and that's, you know, that particular venue, that gets a younger crowd a lot of times. Is it weird for you to think that you might be somebody's first DJ? Absolutely, man. And, you know, it's definitely, like, came at me, like, with my Wednesdays at Cobra Lounge, you know, where I've met people that have been like, well, I usually don't go out to DJ nights, but I enjoyed myself, you know, and it's like man like thank you you know it's something they would never even consider coming to spring awakening but they took a chance on a wednesday on cheap alcohol and came out so we got lucky and now you are kind of like the bar that they're going to hold things to going forward i hope so i hope so <laughs> that way we can keep the djs to just really really well and really focused you know because i mean it's it's not a nine to five it's not something where you hang up your hat at the end of the day you know it's constant go home work 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 you know late email late phone calls there's no timetable it's like doctor's hours it really is man and you know what i think a lot of kids starting out might not know that so what advice would you give to kids who maybe just think it's like you grab a macbook you get serato and then you know two months later you're playing spring awakening or north coast yeah my my main thing is embrace people face to face i mean that's definitely helped me in in breaking into residencies in chicago is just the FaceTime itself, being at the parties, having a good time, buying drinks for people, you know, talking about everything outside of music, being a normal person, you know, which is, you know, it's not just sitting on hype machine and making tracks, you know, it's actually going out there and having a personality, you know, and being somebody that people can engage with and you can bounce ideas off each other. That goes a long way. I think you've got that in spades, man. It's like you and I haven't even known each other that long, sure. but you've always just projected this very, like, friendly, outgoing persona. And I, I get the impression it's not something you're doing to, like, boost your DJ standing. It's just kind of who you are. You just are kind of this very, like, engageable, approachable dude, you know? Absolutely, man. I, I mean, I said it uh, a couple months ago, like... All the naysayers, we're at capacity for that in Chicago, you know, we're at capacity for criticism and ill wishes and all that. It's about having fun at the end of the day, man. Like, being able to play music for a living is a blessing. So. Yeah. Now, what else is coming up for you? Like, what does the second half of 2012 or even 2013 hold for Phenom? I'm, uh, I'm going to be playing the festival on Montrose Beach uh, at the beginning of next month. Is that Wavefront? Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm really excited about that one. I'm going to do the uh, July 1st date with uh, Duck Sauce. And uh, after that, I may uh, be playing a little little festival of the coasts, if you will. I can't really announce it yet, but <laughs> a little coast festival. Yeah, I wonder what that could be. Right, right. <laughs> well, dude, man, uh, that's awesome. I can't wait to see you at all those events. And, man, really, like... As far as I'm concerned, you are a Chicago, and you are embedded in this city, and you have really embraced Chicago, and Chicago has embraced you in a big, positive way, and I think that's awesome. So keep up the good work. Absolutely. I appreciate it, man. Like I said, it's it's been the best-case scenario over the last year and a half. I couldn't ask for anything more, from friendships to you know getting residencies to playing 
Soldier fucking field, man. Soldier fucking field. <laughs> it's crazy. There's yeah. there's no feeling like it, man. Like, I mean, I got the phone call as I was, you know, getting ready to pack up and go to rehab to do my Monday night residency. You know, they called me up and they said, what are you doing? Uh, what are you doing this Saturday of Spring Awakening? And I was like, oh, you know, I'm down to play an after party. You know, I'm down to play Congress or, you know, the mid or whatever. And they said, no, we're, we're going to have you play there. And I was just like hold on, you know, I hung up the phone, and I was like, I'll call you right back, and my roommate's in there, and he goes, Spring Awakening, huh? And I was like, yeah, I got Spring Awakening, and he was just like, because he's from Indiana, too, you know, so it's like we all kind of rise together, like, when I got my set tonight, uh, I called Clinton up, show you suck, and I was like, I really want you to host, man, because it's about a team, man, about rising together, you know, so. And you want to talk about a dude who everybody fucking loves. Absolutely, man. He's, he's one of my best friends, man. I definitely take a bullet for him, dude, and he's a great performer and a great person, man. Well, I love it, man. I think the best can be, the same can be said of you, and really, best of luck with everything going on. Thanks so much for taking the time, man. Thank you so much.